All right, all right, all right. What's up, brothers and sisters? How are we doing tonight? How are we living? And uh, tonight we're just going to be delving into some scripture reading, which is uh, Luke 5, 1 to 11. So you can guys can start getting ready there. And yeah, we're just going to see what God has to say for us tonight. Uh, before we get started, though, I want to give you guys a little bit of a logistical update on my podcast upload schedule. So it will work like this. I will upload every single day at 5 o'clock p.m. And um, I'm going to try to be a little more energetic than my last video, which was my first video, because uh, I'm not going to be doing it at 12.30 a.m. in the morning anymore. So you guys are going to be able to hear me a little better every single day. So just, um, yeah, so just to clear all the logistical stuff out of the way. And I think I think that's everything that I need to get out. So let's just... um. Let's just start in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit, bless us with your presence tonight. And I just ask that for all of my listeners, you may fill them up with your grace and your gifts and your fire, so that they may have the courage to proclaim God's word to everybody. As always, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So here we go. We've got Luke chapter 5, 1 to 11. You guys can follow along or just listen to me reading. So let's just get started. The call of Simon the fisherman. While the crowd was pressing in on Jesus and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gen- Gennesaret, Sorry if I pronounce anything wrong. I don't know how to say that. He saw two boats there alongside the lake. The fishermen had disembarked and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, he asked him to put out a short distance from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. After he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon said in reply, Master, we have worked hard all night and have caught nothing, but at your command, I will lower the nets. When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their nets were tearing. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come to help them. They came and filled both boats so that they were in danger of sinking. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at his knees and of Jesus and said, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For astonishment at the catch of fish they had made seized him and all those with him. And likewise, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners of Simon. Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching men. When they brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed him. So tonight we will just start off by saying like we always do, Father, what do you want to tell me through this scripture today?
Alright brothers and sisters, if you did not get anything, it's totally fine. You can pause the podcast right here and keep meditating. Or you can just um, keep it going. I mean, whatever you feel the need to do, just uh, just do it. So, man, this is such an awesome story. The Call of Simon the Fisherman. I, I really love this story for the specific line that said, When Simon said in reply, Master, we had worked all night and have caught nothing. But the next line that follows really shows what we have to be like in our life with Jesus. And then, but he said, instead of, you know, just saying, oh, no, we didn't catch anything, so we're never going to catch anything. So why should I listen to you, a guy who I just met, who's saying that you will catch a great number of fish if you go deeper into the lake. Instead of saying that, he says, but at your command, I will lower the nets. He says he trusts, he puts his full trust in Jesus because Simon was a fisherman. If you guys like didn't catch on, fishing was everything for this guy. I mean, he made an entire living off of just fishing and eating and selling those fish. So that was everything that Simon Peter did, or just Simon at the time. That's everything he did. He only did that. And that was pretty much the only skilled work he knew how to do at that time. And so, but he he would probably know a lot about the fish. You know, his father would have taught him, son, here's where you go to get the most fish. Here's how you get the most fish. He probably knew quite a lot about how to fish. But the thing is, a stranger, a complete stranger, just comes onto his boat. And this, this stranger says, Simon Peter, you will catch a great number of fish if you move deeper into the lake. Now, Simon's just looking, looking around like, uh, I don't, what? Like, I don't understand. We've worked all day and all night, and we've used our most utmost of skills to attempt to catch fish, and you're saying that if I just go deeper, I'll catch so many that my boat will sink? And, you know, it just it shows that the trust we have to have in Jesus, because he'll come to us as a stranger at first. He'll come to us and say, you know, just, you have to do this so that you may be a better person and you're just going to be like well why should i listen to you you're a complete stranger you don't even know who i am you don't know the work that i'm doing you don't know what i'm going through but the truth is we need to take off our doubt we need to throw away our doubt like simon did simon completely in that moment threw away his doubt and he trusted in the lord he just said all right lord i just i place my full trust in you i let you take control of my life. Think about it almost as if you're wearing headphones. Headphones are great because they can amplify the sound that you're listening to. Uh, If you're wearing headphones right now, you probably know that. And they also, you know, they also protect your ears as well because I know that sounds kind of weird, but in a way they do from, you know, dust and other microscopic things from getting into your ear. So protects your ear so you feel safe with headphones on, right? Or at least... You should. But when you take those headphones off, you're able to hear so many more interesting sounds. And so many, just, you're able to hear more clearly. And just, you're able to take in the world at its fullest. Well, when you have headphones on, you can only take in the world at about half of, you can only hear half of the world. What I'm trying to say through this is that the headphones represent the doubt in our lives, the doubt that we have when confronting Jesus. 
the doubt that says I could never be as good as the saints. I could never heal people. I could never raise people from the dead. When in truth, when in complete honesty, you can do that. Anyone can do that. You just have to practice at it. And some of us may be more gifted than others at certain skills, such as the, uh, the gift of healing or the gift of speaking. But the truth is, the same God that lived in Jesus, the human part of Jesus, that was Jesus, that healed and rose people from the dead, the same God that was able to tell Simon to catch a great number of fish, and so much so that two boats were almost sinking because of the weight of how many fish they caught. That same God lives in you and me. And the awesome thing is that he's willing to do anything that we need. He's willing to sacrifice himself on a cross so that we may have his salvation, so that he may live in us every single day, so that he may guide us. With the doubt in our lives, just take off the headphones, take off whatever makes you feel secure. Because in theory, or actually in truthfulness, not in theory, I don't know why I said that, I meant in truthfulness, security is boring in our life. If we're trying to keep ourselves safe from every single thing that comes our way, then it gets a little boring because we discover that we can't do anything in our life. Now, don't get me wrong. You should uh, definitely stay safe, especially during this time, you know, wear a mask and all that. I'm not saying uh, take uh, risks that would, like negative risks. What I'm trying to say is take positive risks, such as letting Jesus into your life. If you are a listener right now and you just, you kind of know about God, you know, you know who he is, you know what he does, you know his story, you read the Bible, but you haven't really felt him. I, I encourage you guys tonight to just take off whatever security blanket you're holding, whatever doubt you hold against Jesus, and just cast it away and say, Jesus, I let you into my life. I let you take control of everything that I am. I give my life, my all to you. Another great analogy is putting your life on the altar. The altar is where things are sacrificed, right? So, you know, we sacrifice the bread and wine on the altar to become the body and blood of Jesus Christ. So just take your life and put it on that altar. Of course, it's a, you know, it's not a, a true altar. But when you place something on the altar and it burns, because when we would sacrifice stuff, it, we would burn it, as they did in old times that thing that you burn can never ever come back it can never be replaced because it's gone it's turned into ashes there's no way you can re reconstruct something that has been burned piece for piece so i encourage you tonight if you haven't take the positive risk of putting your life on the altar and burning it for god because when our life is in god's hands he will do what's best for us. He will know exactly what to do and exactly at what time that we need him to do it. 
Especially in times as uncertain as these, we hear a lot of I don't knows getting thrown around. Will school reopen? I don't know. Will sports resume? I don't know. It's a bunch of uncertainty. And it's really uncomfortable to be uncertain. It's really uncomfortable to not have everything, to have a little bit of doubt. It's really uncomfortable, and we don't realize it, but doubt is really uncomfortable. Even if it may seem comfortable, it's really not. Because what it's telling us is that we don't have the whole picture. And I believe that us as humans want to have the whole picture. We always like to be informed. We love to know exactly what's going to happen and exactly the place, exactly the time. And if you don't, then, well, I think that pretty much most people do in one form or another. We'd like to know what's going on. We like to be certain. We don't really like to doubt things. So then why do we do it? Why do we doubt things? Why do we doubt that Jesus can come into our life and change it in unimaginable ways? And the answer to this is that we doubt things because we feel safer. We just feel better. We feel like we don't have to... We don't... Well, we, when we doubt things, we just feel... We feel like we don't have to confront that problem as it is. And so, brothers and sisters, I just encourage you tonight, like I've said so many times before, let Jesus into your life. Take that risk. It may not be at first. It most likely will not happen tonight. You say, Jesus, I let you in. I let you do everything for me. You probably won't feel his presence at first. But when you truly need it, as we talked about in the last episode, when you truly need God, he will be there. He will be there in abundance. He will be there so much that he will have two boats, two full boats, fishing boats, sinking from his love. You don't have to worry anymore. You don't have to doubt. You don't have to be uncertain. Because with God, everything is certain. Nothing is of doubt. Everything is solid, and he will make you comfortable. He is the true security that we need in our lives. He is everything. So just take off those headphones. Not literally, figuratively, of course. Take off the headphones that are blocking you from the rest of the world. Take them off and give them to God. Say, I don't want these anymore. Because I only want you, Lord. I want you to come into my life and take control of me. And he will come. He will come. I'm telling you right now. If you don't feel it right now, he will come to you. If you truly mean it, he will come to you. And you will just feel so, so great. Because you will be certain and you will be truly happy. So next, what we're going to be doing is just one-on-one time with God now. So, uh, like we were discussing last night, you can ask it. You can ask for things. You can just sit in His presence. You can pray for more revelations. But just sit. Um, just ask God for stuff. Ask God for wisdom, for love, for understanding. 
because he'll give it to you when you need it, like we were discussing last night. So we'll just go into this uh, small time of reflection and talking back to, or not talking back, that sounds wrong. Don't talk back to God, that's bad. Just um, making it a conversation. If God talks to us, we should talk to God because that's how a conversation goes. So just have a conversation with our Lord. Right, brothers and sisters, what did we ask for tonight? What did we say to God tonight? Really reflect on it, really delve deep, see what it means. Maybe you ask for patience, patience to deal with what's going on right now. Maybe you ask for wisdom, for joy, for happiness. Or maybe you just sat in God's presence and just let him fill you up with all of his glory. Maybe you didn't get anything, which, as we've said before, is completely fine. God will come to you in time. We all just need a little bit of certainty in our lives right now. And God is that certainty, basically, to sum up everything we've been saying. Just be like Simon. Don't question. Just do. Do for God. Don't. Um, doubt him. Simon was super brave, super courageous to let Jesus, or just trust in Jesus. Just to trust our brother and father, Jesus Christ. Just to completely place everything that he had in his hands. And to clear up, courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is actually the abundance of fear but you still know that you have to do the thing that you were called to do so courage is when you're very fearful but you still do what you have to do and that's what Simon Peter did he did what he had to do he followed Jesus so don't doubt anymore be certain on that note, we will just close out our little time of Lectio Divina here. And we'll just start in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit. Thank you so much for the revelations you have provided for us today. I just ask that you may... Fill us up with whatever we've asked for in the time that we need it. 
I ask that you may wipe away all of the doubt in our lives. May you make us like Simon Peter and give us the courage and the understanding to follow you, to let you in, to place our life on the altar. Father, I just ask you for guidance, the guidance to know and be certain of everything that we do, that there may be no more doubt, no more second guessing, no more second thought, that we just know that what we're doing is right, that we are certain. As always, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right. Thank you guys so much for making it to the end of the podcast. Um, and just thank you for being here. You know, it's so awesome to be able to do Lectio with you guys every single day. So, yeah. You know, just not much else to say there. And always remember... Catholicism isn't boring, they're just boring Catholics. <laughs>